lots of hugs all the time, mostly. The responsibility. God has trusted me with you. Knowing I 
if we want candy and he like always gives us like double or triple more. It's he's, he's the best and we always hug her. And we're always sad when we leave our her, her house. Oh, oh, guys? Oh, not what Slideshow, give a big hand to all those who had a part in that beautiful slideshow. Now we'd like to have all the mothers please stand up. Every mother in the church, please stand up and we want to acknowledge you and clap for you. All mothers, give them a big round of applause. And let's let the grandmothers keep standing so the mothers can be seated. But grandmothers, all the grandmothers. Look at that. Look how many wonderful grandmothers we have. Okay, if you're a great-grandmother, keep standing. Great-grandmothers. Great-grandmothers, look at that. Fantastic. Now, I don't know, do we have any great-great-grandmothers? <laughs> I think Lorraine is, though. Or who, who else is a great-grandmother? Great-great-grandmother. Yes, they are all great. You got that, Brother Rudy? All right, very good. All right, well, our dear brother Adel is now going to bring us the message from the Word. Happy Mother's Day. Wasn't that a great show? And I, not because he's my grandson, but I award the award today for Jordan. He is going to Hollywood. No! Ah, what is this guy? He is born to be an actor. Good morning. God bless you. God bless every mother that is in attendance and those who couldn't make it, we pray for them also. And every aspiring mother also, and every woman, we pray that the Lord will give you the desires of your heart. Well, I read a story about a wealthy son who decided to do something special for his mother on Mother's Day. He went to a pet shop and saw a very expensive talking bird. Please pay attention. This bird could whistle an amazing grace, could sing a few hymns, and then most he could quote the 23rd Psalm. It was an unusual bird. The cost of the bird was very expensive, thousands of dollars, but what did he care? And the son was a wealthy, wealthy young man, and he spent the money, 
and bought the bird for his mother and had it shipped to her. So on Mother's Day, on Mother's Day, he made his call to his mother. He said, Mother, how did you like the bird I sent you? She said, God bless you. Oh, it was delicious, son. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Motherhood. Just think of its blessings, its joys, challenges, and triumphs. There is no greater thrill and feeling than holding her newborn, and no greater anguish than the broken heart of a child may cause. How true the saying, the wisdom of God is exhibited in motherhood. The Bible says, and uh, my message is from this, the Bible says, do not forsake the law of your mother. And it's found in Proverbs 1.8. Proverbs 1.8. In uh, some other translation it says, do not forsake your mother's teaching. Do not forsake your mother's teaching. And again we find in 2 Timothy 3.15, we find this. Um, Paul's writing to Timothy and he tells him, from childhood you have known the sacred writings. You have been taught. So mothers are our teachers and guides. You know there are many great mothers in the Bible. We're not going to talk about them all. And we can find in Joshabed, if you know who's Joshabed, the mother of Moses. She was a woman of great courage who defied the edict of the king whose son became the world's greatest leader. You have Hannah who gave her son to the Lord and he became a great prophet of God. You have the Shunammite woman, Dean spoke about her, who had a, she was a woman of perception and faith. You have Eunice, in the New Testament, the mother of Timothy, she taught him and raised him, and he became a minister of the gospel. Mothers, you are our teachers. You are our teachers and our guides. It says, do not forsake the teaching of your mother. It's an unwritten teaching engraved and stamped upon each and every son or daughter's mind. It makes a mark. It cannot be removed. It's the law of love, of kindness, of sacrifice, of unselfishness, of giving until there is no more to give. That's the mother. That's her law. That's her teaching. Mothers are the child's first and most important person. From her lips, he receives his earliest and most sacred lessons 
of God, of life, and of duty. 80% of what a child learns, he learns by the time he is five years old. Please listen. He learns by the time he is five years old. And yes, mothers are first and foremost our primary teachers. What you teach, mother, what you teach your child, he will grow up to be. Timothy's mother, she was a godly mother. No one can contest that. Eunice, she started her effective teaching from childhood, and she spoon-fed Timothy her son, the wisdom that led to his salvation. She taught him the scriptures. And when he grew up, he became a faithful giant in the service of his Savior. And mothers, women in general, I urge you this morning to emulate this woman, Eunice, this is, she was a great mother. Stand firm, please, against evil tide of slackness, false freedom, and ungodliness giving to the, given to the children today that is sweeping our nation. You have a great and great task, mothers, and this task is to stand against the tide. Today, the teaching of this world, <coughs> excuse me, is totally against the teaching of the Bible, completely. They do not agree with the word of God. And I read this morning, and the word of God is repeated nothing. One of the new, one who is a candidate to be president for 2020. Timothy's mother was Eunice, and may the Lord engrave her name in your mind. So women, mothers, you can emulate her all the time. If you take the time and read the record of Timothy in the Bible, you will find the true value of the positive Christian training at home. And who's to teach it? The father is at work. He has a great task too. We'll come to that next month. But the task, the task that you have is greater and more important that can mold your children either to go into the world or to follow the Lord Jesus Christ and become the men and women of God. Notice that Paul in this episode, he mentions the faith of Timothy's mother. The faith. In effect, he's saying, Timothy, you have always been schooled in the scriptures. 
the grace of richest value which you ought always to thank your mother for. Not all children have godly mothers. Not all children have the privilege to have a teaching mother. Not all children have a home that loves them and feeds them the word of God. Our society today is short of God-fearing mothers. Do you hear me? You have to fill the gap. In fact, the world is increasingly growing darker. And our children are in great danger. The lack of godly and faithful mothers has sunk the family into ruin. Children are disrespectful today. They are unruly. They are wild and they are disobedient. What a task you have. And let me say one thing. I salute every mother here in the congregation in this church because you're doing a great job. I salute you today and I encourage you, keep doing what you're doing. Keep following the word of God. Keep doing what Eunice has done. And you can see the result in Timothy. He was, became a man of God and a pastor of a church in his days. This is what you want to see your children be. First and foremost, men and women of God. Just look at our schools today. Look our, at our society in the 21st century. It reveals this is an obvious fact. <laughs> Everything is due to lack of training at home. Lack of discipline at home. A mother asked a psychiatrist, and she told him, she was so concerned about her child. She went to him and said, what sh when should I start training my child? She was so concerned. He asked her, how old is your child? And the mother said, he's five years old. He said, my dear woman, run home. Hurry home. You have already lost five years. Don't say, he, when he grows up, I am going to start teaching him. Teach him when he is born. Where she is born, start teaching them. We are so thankful today for our dedicated mothers. And I said, I salute you. Who, and the mothers of those who are grown up, we should thank them for nurturing us and to form in us a relationship with God that no one can attain except through the gospel and his word. Our mothers have sacrificed a lot. Thank you, mothers. They have seen us grow. They've gone many times into agony. They prayed a lot. 
They were on their knees most of the time, especially my parents. I used to come into the house and find my dad and my mom praying for me before I got saved. And thank God, the Lord answered their prayers, and I got saved. Your mom could be today praying for you, young man and young woman, to get saved. Oh, open your heart and have, have the Lord take charge of your life. A mother talking to another mother who had two kids. She said, when she looked at the kids, oh, I'd give my life to have two disciplined kids like these two that you have. You know what the other mother answered? That's exactly what it costs, your life. It's not easy. It's not easy. But the results are wonderful. The results would put a smile on your face and a joy in your heart. I encourage you, mother, this afternoon that you continue doing what you're doing. Bring them to Sunday school. Bring them to church. Let them attend the church. Don't say when they grow up, they, they will go to church. They won't. Once you teach them to come to church, to come to Sunday school, they will come. And make it consistent. Make it consistent. The greatest lessons we have ever learned have come from loving, caring, and daring mothers who were always available for us. And let me ask a question here. Are you available for your children all the time? Are you available for them when they need you? Will you be there when they have a question? Will you be there when they are so perplexed coming from school or hearing a story or going through an experience? Are you there for them? Will you be there for them? I pray that every mother in attendance will be available, will be like Eunice, like the Shunammite woman, like uh, the mother of Moses, and I assure you, I assure you, mothers, no regrets after that. No regrets whatsoever. Dr. Howard Morgan, the youngest son of Campbell Morgan, who had four sons, all of whom were preachers, was asked this question. Howard, who is the greatest preacher in your family, without a moment's hesitation, he answered, my mother. Sometimes men and women who never stand behind the pulpit, who never preach, who never do anything, like many of us today, preach the greatest sermons through living out the word in their daily lives. Teach them so you'll be, they'll be a gospel-walking people. 
their life, their testimony, the way they deal at school, at home, and at work. It will be an example, an example for people around them, and they will preach through it by living a dedicated, pure, and holy life. Someone said, a godly mother will point her children to God by the force of her example as much as by the power of her words. Mothers, you are our example. You're our guides. You're our teacher. This is why it says, do not forsake the teaching of your mother. Do not forsake the law of your mother, the law of love, of sacrifice, of purity, of true, true upbringing. My second word, I'll be brief. Mothers are our disciplinarians. You are our disciplinarians. A godly mother who loves her children, just, I'm going to go straight to that, disciplines them, them because she cares. When they do something wrong, it's immediately they should pay for it. They should be corrected. And when they do something wrong and you don't, know, you don't want to take any, any charge of the situation, well, when your dad comes home, I'm going to tell him that's a cop-out. When his dad comes home, he forgot what he did. You have softened up and he can get away with it. Do not wait for the dad. Do it yourself. I've watched it. I've watched it and it worked. I watched my wife. Oh, it worked. <laughs> Thank you, Sylvia. You've been a good mother all the way. I thank you. I watched Natalie. I've been having lunch with them. That's my son and his wife. And then one day, our Mr. Jordan <laughs> did something wrong. I really was so innocent. I said, oh, well, this is not a big deal. You know, let's continue. He said, come with me. And she picked up her weapon, her big gun, her weapon, from the kitchen that long. And then I heard screaming upstairs. Ah, ah, okay, okay. And then came down. He came down. Knowing that he did wrong immediately. She didn't have to wait for Randy to come home. And this was repeated many times with Mr. Jordan. But he's growing to be a wonderful boy, a man of God. Why? She is a disciplinarian. You are our disciplinarians. You discipline your children. Theodore Roosevelt once said, America's greatest asset is home-building, God-fearing disciplinarians they are called mothers. That's the president. 
I say her perseverance in displaying the way of truth to us and clear guiding towards salvation <coughs> that leads each and every child to eternal life. Her perseverance is displaying the way of truth to you and me. We thank her for that. She is a clear guide toward true discipline and through it, true salvation leading to eternal life too. Eunice, Timothy's mother, nurtured guided, disciplined her son in the sincere faith that is evident when he grew up in him. When he grew up, he became a faithful giant in the service of his Savior. And Abraham Lincoln made a comment on that. He said, no man is poor who has a godly mother. I love you, mothers, and I encourage you to be the true disciplinarians to guide us and guide our children. A woman's greatest and most fulfilling and far-reaching role is expressed in godly motherhood. Her influence through her daily example is so important. But some parents say, listen to this, we will not influence our children in making choices and decisions in matter of religion. Please listen. I say, why not? Why don't you want to influence your children? The ads will, right? The press will. The radio will. The movies will, the TV will, their neighbors will, their business will, and their politicians will. And we, you know, we can use our influence on dogs, you know. We train dogs on, on, on others, uh, animals too, but why not on children? Why not on children? Use your influence. Bring him up. And the Bible says, bring up a child or train a child. What? In the way he should go. And when he grows up, what happens? He will not depart from it. This is your task. And we thank you. We thank you at the church. The mothers in our church are doing a great job. You know, you put a smile on my face. You put a smile on God's face. And, and if we have to influence anybody, let us not ignore, let's not ignore our very own, our children. Susanna Wesley, who knows about Susanna Wesley? I, yeah, some of you, okay. Susanna Wesley, If she was not the mother of John Wesley, it is not likely that John 
himself, Wesley, would have been the founder of the Methodist Church then. Susanna Wesley was the mother of John and Charles and 17 other children. She was beautiful, energetic, devout. She knew Greek, Latin, French, and theology. In counsel to John, she said, Take this rule, John. Whatever weakens your reason and impair the tenderness of your conscience and obscures the sense, your senses to God, in short, whatever increases the strength and authority of your flesh over your mind, that thing is sin. So you, however innocent, it may be in itself. That's the mother. That's the mother who cares. That's the mother who has a godly influence. And may the Lord bless you and have to have this godly influence on each and every child that you have and the children to come. Let us thank God for our Christian mothers, all of us. Let's be sensitive and grateful, not only on Mother's Day, no, 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 but every day for our mothers and, our, and the mother of our children. You know, it's beautiful to see mothers bringing their children in the fear of God. You know, the, the, the results are always, always more than you expect. Henry Beecher said, what the mother speaks to the cradle goes all the way down to the coffin. At a banquet, the mother of George Washington was sitting beside a distinguished French officer. And this French officer turning to Washington's mother, asked, how have you managed to rear such a splendid son? She replied, I taught him to obey. Mothers, you have one of the greatest most difficult jobs in the world. Difficult, yes. It is challenging and rewarding. And your job is really important, very important. Motherhood may not, listen to this, make everyone's list of top careers, but it should. We all, we all have moms. We all need moms. We all have reason to thank our moms on this beautiful Mother's Day. I conclude with this little poem I, I found, and it affected me, and I wanted to read it to you. 
And this was about a simple mom. She could not paint, nor write, nor rhyme her footprints on the sands of time. As some distinguished women do, just simple things of life she knew. Like tucking little folks in bed or soothing someone's aching head. She was no singer, neither blessed with any special loveliness to win applause and passing fame. No headlines ever blazed her name, but oh, 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 she was a shining light to all her loved ones day and night. Her home was her kingdom. She, its queen. Her reign was faithful, honest, and clean, impartial, loving. She was just to each and every one she ought to teach. Her name, of course, there is no other in all the world so sweet, just mother. Have a happy Mother's Day. Thank you, mothers. Please continue doing the good work that you're doing. And may the Lord bless you. We'd like to see a new generation in the church coming up, taking our place and carrying, carrying this great work, the work of God, forward until he comes. Amen? Let's bow our head for a little prayer. Father, we thank you for this beautiful day. We thank you for the slide show, wonderful show. We pray, Lord, that you will continue using each and every mother we have and mother-to-be also and every woman to serve you and take the task, this difficult task of being a mom further to give us a beautiful new generation that loves you and serves you. Be with each and every family. There are programs, there are celebrations today. Protect us from evil and be with us all, Lord, we pray. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. May the Lord bless you. Enjoy the day. And uh, if your mother is away, pick up the phone and give her a call. That'd be great. God bless.